Hello, everyone. Hello. I'm Sterling Jones. I'm Ariel Kebble. And this is Spiritual Gasm. So Sterling and I are two best friends who do everything together except each other. Everybody, ladies and gentlemen, Dr. Joshua Gonzalez. Woo-hoo! Doctor, have you ever had an STD? I have not. Wow. Wow. No. Are you afraid to I'm get one? Not, for, right not, for, not for lack of trying. <laughs> <laughs> everything feels weird in my balls to me. Like everything feels like. Well, that's because you probably had never had anyone tell you what it's supposed to feel like. Right. Like yeah. everything feels like. Should we have the doctor tell you what your <laughs> balls should feel like Do you right want now? me to examine you right now? I mean, I would love this. <laughs> Part of my job is to diagnose why a person has erectile dysfunction. Because just having that diagnosis doesn't tell you what the problem is, right? Like you can have a hormonal issue you can have a blood flow issue you it can, can have anxiety you, exactly yeah. right what's up y'all How hello are we? welcome back to another great episode i would say always i mean we have an awesome guest yes on today dr joshua gonzalez he is a sexual medicine expert <laughs> i didn't even know that existed did you well isn't he more of like a urologist well, he specializes in male and female sexual dysfunction and and kind of deals with everything under that umbrella for both men and women. Okay. I got a lot of questions. So for many. I got a lot so of pains, many. a lot of burns. Uh, do lot. you? <laughs> I thought I knew everything about you. I got some itches. I've well, got some. I think you should get that handled, Sterling Jones. Maybe he'll handle it for me. Whoa. Is he uh, gay? I don't know. Well. We'll find out. We will find out. <clears throat> or maybe we won't. I don't know if you ask people I feel that like anymore. You always, I feel like we always know, though. Yeah, I do. I have 100% proof gaydar. I have 0%. That's true. Rude. Actually, that's actually not true. I no. don't have 100% anymore. I, I was going to say, I don't, I'm don't. i pretty good at it, but I think these days there's so many people yeah. that are bi and fluid. Yeah. I, don't, I really don't even know. Yeah, it's true. I don't even... I can't. And I'm over trying to find out because... Yeah. When I was younger, I was like, is he? Isn't he? Is he? Well, because I felt like there was a time where it was just either gay or straight. Yeah, that was it. And so you either looked for one or the other. And now there's so much in between. It's like not even worth. It's not worth it. Yeah. You just have to have a conversation about it when it comes up. Yeah. Yeah. What if a guy, would you ever date a. Oh, I knew you were going to ask this question. My friend is dating someone that's like this right now. Wait, what was my question? (laughs) I read your mind. Next question. <laughs> I already answered in my mind. <laughs> Wait, what is the question? Would I ever date someone who's like bi or gender fluid? Sure. I knew it. Was that really your well, question? Well, not the gender fluid part, but bi? Bi. I don't know if I can. I Well, let me say this. I haven't. Oh, so there goes half our bi audience. They... Well, hi, stay around. <laughs> Don't go anywhere. Wait, she didn't mean it. Wait for us. You We're... are open to it. No, 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 here's the thing. My my like I said, my friend is dating someone who is into both and but he is dating her uh exclusively, but he is attracted to men as well. And you know, it's been an ongoing discussion with them and I've been like it's made me think, what would I do in that circumstance? Because I am so open. You know, obviously I support the gay community, the bi community. Like I, I don't separate that. But when it comes to me and my dating, I really don't know the answer. I don't know if I could. I, I think because I'm such a relationshipy, monogamous type of person, I don't know that whether. Bisexuals can be in a relationship and monogamous. No, I know. But what I'm saying is like. The same way that if I was, if I had a boyfriend and I would want to know that he wasn't flirting with other girls, I think I would also want to know that he wasn't flirting with other boys. Do you know what I mean? No. Okay. So like, let's say I had a boyfriend and he's like, babe, I'm going away with the guys for the weekend. Normally I'd be like, yeah, go have fun. But then I'd be like, well, wait, what does that mean? But what's the difference? He's allowed to go home, go out with a bunch of guys and they're allowed to flirt with girls. But if he flirts with a guy, that's unacceptable. No, he's not allowed to flirt with girls either. I just said, if this is my boyfriend. Okay. Right, so that would make us exclusive. Right. Which means you can't go around flirting with girls or guys. I think what I'm trying to get to your point is that you would be actually okay with dating a bisexual person as long as they're exclusive (laughs) with you. Okay, I see what you're saying. You're saying even if they were bi, if they weren't flirting with guys while they were with me. If they're exclusive with you, it doesn't matter of their sexual preference. Right. Maybe. I don't know. (laughs) All I know is I don't want to have to be thinking about that shit. I'm busy. 
So if you need to be flirting with other people while you're with me, then you shouldn't be with me. Okay, good point. But I think what I'm standing up for is that just because someone is bisexual doesn't make them more promiscuous than a heterosexual. Yes, totally true. I'm not assuming that they are. All I'm saying is I think that it feels like extra energy to me. Like normally it's like, you know, you don't want to just worry about girls. Correct. You correct. You're now like, you're worried. I'm already worried about girls. I don't want to be worried well, let about me, guys. Let's, let's adjust. I'm not worried, but if you're if if you're talking about someone that's going to come in between us, you're doubling the amount of people. Okay, that's, you see what I mean? Yes, there's yeah. your concern. So I'm not like in a relationship. I'm <laughs> I'm not a jealous person. I don't like. I'm not like looking over my shoulder. Like, were you looking at that girl? That's not who I am. But I have been in relationships where you know, the person hasn't been totally emotionally available. And so I did know that they were maybe having some sort of like emotional connection with someone else. And that doesn't work for me. So like, regardless of gender, regardless of gender preference. And so that's what I'm saying is like, if let's just take example, that person that was going through that, if that person was bi. And so then I was wondering if they were doing that with both men and women, that's just like way too much energy for me to be like, well, who else are you flirting? Right. Back to my original question. Right. Would you date a bisexual person? The answer is, is I don't know. I think that I would, if I, if I was attracted to someone and we were getting along and we were talking and then I found out they were bi, I think I would just go off of how deep our connection was at that moment. Like, it, it, would it be okay with me? Would I want to keep going? But I've never been in that situation. So I think I'd be open to it, but I really don't you know. You would be. You think? I know so. You don't think that it's like extra energy? No. Because we're talking apples and oranges here. I we're t- What you're talking about is the threat of... A, Everyone of a relationship. <laughs> I'm referring to hypothetically speaking. Would you be open to dating a person that is a bisexual? I think what I'm hearing I'm from gonna, this conversation is that I have work to do around my trauma of people emotionally cheating on me. That could be it. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's what I need to work on. That's actually pretty true because what if say you met some guy today, like I don't know, maybe in the commissary. I don't know. Say some guy just walked up to you and he's super hot. His name's something like Schlegs. <laughs> yeah brent and he's like talking you up and everything you guys go on a date like la poubelle or something and then all of a sudden he's like yeah are you wishing he was gay no this guy says yeah i actually have dated guys before would you just like get up and walk are you trying to threaten (laughs) i feel like you're trying to sprinkle your witch magic right now that i'm gonna go on a date and find out he's bi and you're gonna be like oh i can guarantee you've already gone on a date with a bi I'm sure I probably have. Yeah, for sure. But if this person you're talking about is, I'm going to be so mad at you. Because <laughs> I feel like you're doing that on purpose because I, you're fucking I, pissed. I, we're speaking hypothetically. I, what I'm trying to show you... No, we're you, not, you guys. No, we're not. What I'm trying to show you is that you're far clear, more open clear, than clear. you think you are. Maybe. I think that's awesome that you <laughs> think that of me. Well, also, it would be offensive if you weren't. Like you, I don't. It wouldn't be. Hey, you can't. I don't think it's offensive. Everyone has their preference. I think you need to be kind to everyone. Right, but I'm saying, like, if I was a bisexual listening, and I was a man who was attracted to you, and you're saying you won't date me because of my sexual preference, I would be like, ouch. I'm not saying that I'm mad at your sexual preference. I'm saying my. I don't believe that my. Okay, the same way that I'm attracted to this guy on the street but not attracted to this guy in the car like the guy in the car isn't going to be like ouch what's wrong with you it's just like i'm attracted to some things and not attracted to others i think i have that right the same way that someone that's attracted to you is not going to be attracted to me can we call someone i think we need a third opinion on this this is crazy why are you firing me up like this you're like trying to turn the bi gay community on me when i'm like the biggest supporter i'm the one that invited you to pride okay i do more for the gay community than you do and you're like trying to turn the audience on me what the fuck (laughs) it is true you you do more for my community than i do for my own no i'm just what is happening i'm just trying to tell you that you might for anyone listening right now if you are bi i think that is amazing i am just not sure that it would be my preference i'm allowed that right you absolutely would you gay would you date someone who was straight but attracted to you done it it's horrible too 
It's terrible. So I you won't wouldn't do, it, do again. it again. Well, that's offensive. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Because I actually won't date another straight again. Well, for everyone listening, they just turned off. So thanks, Sterling, for losing followers. <laughs> Wait, where are you going, Sterling? Wait, where are you going? Wait, none of this has to do with the urologist okay, coming on. Okay, let's go back to Dr. Joshua Gonzalez. Joshua Honestly, Gonzalez. I'm very excited he's on the show. I want to talk about, like, you know, I think, look, as a woman, we go through a lot of shit, especially when it comes to male gender. But... I also do feel like part of being a feminist is supporting supporting and honoring men. And I feel like men go through a lot with, you know, erectile dysfunction or the nervous nerves when it comes to performing or like in our head in your head. Yeah. Or even like, you know, you're supposed to practice safe sex. But most of the guys I talk to literally putting on a condom, they lose. Yes. They they go limp and then it's like so how do you have safe sex with staying hard with like I don't know I think there's a lot of I guess what I and then I feel like as a woman well do we talk to the guy about it do we not is it do do we make him feel more welcome if we talk to him do we make him feel more embarrassed if we talk to him about it you know I think these are important questions for both men and women to to hear and to talk about and like I just think it should be more open you know I feel like there's still like these conversations, even the conversation of like Viagra, I feel like it's like in the closet still and it doesn't need to be. Yeah. That's very nice of you to be open to that. I just love being open, you know? Yeah. Not my vagina, just my brain. Yeah. Would you say that um, you've had like, let's get specific here. Have you experienced a guy go soft and then what does he say? Have you ever experienced that? You No. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh okay well maybe maybe you've never experienced a guy go soft never is that normal i mean is that not normal i don't know i don't know should we get a caller for that we really need a we need a caller our producer's (laughs) looking at it's like not her not her yeah i feel like it's been i feel like a lot of guys struggle staying hard when putting on a condom and do you think that they would want to have the conversation or not want to have the conversation interesting let's see like would it hurt your ego or help your ego if, if i was let's like, role play okay cool okay you're oh, yeah. you have to be Hold straight on. right now yeah, do you have any condoms oh wait you asked me if i have any condoms. yeah but you have to be straight right now all right so we have to be making out <laughs> oh god your lips uh, did you like it when i suck your ear uh, do you want to? I want to. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, so anyways, we're going to have to ask him about that. Let's bring him on. I'm done role playing with you. All right. Everybody, ladies and gentlemen, Dr. Joshua Gonzalez. Woo-hoo! Dr. Joshua Gonzalez, welcome to the show. Hi, thank you. Yes, so happy to have you here today. Yeah, I'm happy to be here. I'm, I'm loving. Are these scrubs you're wearing? Yeah, they're they like. Are. But they're like the most high fashion. I feel like they're like TV scrubs. Only, like you look fantastic. Only in LA do you yeah. wear fashion scrubs right off the runway. Fit yeah, right, exactly. Yeah. Jog, jogger fit. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, all yeah. black. Very, very sleek scrubs. I'm into Thank it. Thank you. You're, we... you're a hot sex doctor. Is that allowed to say? I, Am I, I will take that? it. I will take it. Already, we've offended our guests. Yeah. Woohoo! Uh, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you. So Dr. Joshua Gonzalez practices sexual medicine and actually specializes in male and female sexual dysfunction. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. He yeah. deals with issues like hormone deficiency, menopause, sexual arousal. Uh, arousal? <laughs> sexual arousal is... I like sexual arousal. Me too. Uh, sexual arousal, orgasm, ejaculation, um, sexual pain, penile curvature, erectile dysfunction, blah, 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 on and on and on. All the sexual pain. All all the things we love to talk about right. actually what we're afraid to talk about which is why we're talking about it today yeah it hurts so good come on baby make it hurt, hurt so good, good. <laughs> uh sexual pain yeah that's that's a real thing it is yes yeah i've uh, i've experienced it one time it burned uh-huh when i peed uh-huh found out i had chlamydia Ooh, fun yeah yeah we're jumping right in yeah jumping right in it was a real eye-opener for me yeah because i didn't really you always hear about stds but i didn't think it would actually happen to me right oh it happened yeah actually a a lot of stds are on the rise really yeah because of the um 
prep is being used more and more. What do you mean prep? Prep is Truvada. It's a pre-exposure prophylaxis indication. So Truvada is an HIV drug. And then for the last several years, it's being prescribed to higher risk groups. So primarily men who have sex with men are using it the most. But basically you take to, it every, To avoid HIV? Yeah, it's HIV prevention. So you take it every day. But um, then it's causing more so other STDs. Right, to increase because... It's supposed to be used in conjunction with other safe sex practices like condoms and that that sort of thing. But because people are now less scared of HIV transmission because the the chance of actually contracting HIV on this drug is virtually zero, that people are not using condoms as much. And so so we're seeing rises in chlamydia and gonorrhea and syphilis. Um, Wow. Yeah. All of these things. Which are all curable. Correct. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, so, uh, so what was your process? I, I was cured, by the way. Did you? Did, I'm glad you clarified. Okay, all right. Did you? <laughs> I was going to ask. Well, yeah, yeah, no, because that's as soon as I heard you say that, even being your friend, I'm like, I feel like the first thing people think of is like, oh my god, do you still have it? No, it was actually devastating. I literally went into like three day depression. I didn't know this was like 15 years ago because of like the shame. Yeah, really. Yeah, okay. there was something that like. Did you think someone? Did you? Were you afraid you were going to have it forever? I wasn't educated yeah. at all. So I immediately thought, yes, I, I don't know what it is, but right. I'm going to have it forever. And the doctor was like, calm down. I like started hyperventilating because yeah. I just thought I was invincible. But um, there was immediate shame. Just the fact that I, I don't know, I felt hoary yeah. or something. You yeah, know? no, no. I think that, I think that happens a yeah. lot to the people the first time they are diagnosed with, it, with right. an STD. Have doctor, have you ever had an STD? I have not. Wow. No. Wow. No. Are you afraid to I'm get one? Not for, right not, for, not for lack of trying. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. But uh, no, I've been very lucky. And what, do you feel like you, are you afraid to get one or you feel like it? You know what? I think I would probably have, I, I would shame spiral a little bit. Too, yeah. I think. Yeah. Um, I think it's hard. Yeah. You feel like damaged. I think it's good though to have a little bit of that because I also see other people who are like, quarterly get stds oh. some of them are my and friends they're just like, and they're just it's like yeah it's like going to the doctor and just getting their penicillin shot for right. for the quarter so right. or you know taking their doxycycline or whatever they're being prescribed for for whatever they get and they really don't have care in the world about it wow all these medicinal terms i'm not used to it yeah I'll try Oof. to, I'll clarify anything. Yeah, yeah. No, I like, I, I, yeah, I would love that. Yeah. So our, our show is obviously called Spiritual Gas and we talk a lot about spirituality and sexuality mm-hmm. and how they're connected. And so some of the things we like to hear is just like from you personally, when do you feel most spiritual and also most sexual, like mm-hmm. for for you personally? Ooh, that's a tough question. Uh, <laughs> it's, right. it, it is. It is. Um, spiritual. I, I'm or, not a very spiritual person, to be honest. Well, I guess that comes from like me growing up Catholic, and there was like a, a large rejection of that religiosity. Yeah. So I guess... Does, does the word spirituality immediately translate to religion for you? It does. I know it shouldn't, but it sort of has that connotation for me. Interesting. So if you could so, take that out of it, what would it be for you? I just think just having like a, a connection with someone or other people beyond a physical connection with them, I think is how I would define spirituality. I think that one of the things that I had to, that I realized in sort of giving up religion was that you didn't need religion to be a good person, to be a moral person, to be an ethical person. And the lie that a lot of people tell themselves is that, oh, if I don't have religion in my life or I don't instill it in my kids, that somehow they're going to grow up without a sense of morality, which is a little bit ridiculous. Or go straight to hell. Yeah, exactly. exactly. (laughs) So, but the idea that like we can't be good people without a religious influence in our life is, I think, a little ridiculous because I think it's in, in our human nature to be good. And I think we're taught to be bad sometimes. Ariel, my goodness, you're looking quite perky these days, I must say. Do I have permission to say that? Do you actually, I should have asked first. May I ask, may I ask that you look perky? I mean, are you talking about my personality or my boobs? I'm talking about those boobies. Oh, well then, yeah, thanks. I can thank Third Love for that because my Third Love bra is a precise, perfect fit for my perky breasts. Ow. Yeah. Third Love's Fit stylists are available every day to help via text, chat, or phone. 
That's amazing. You get to text your bra company. But what's even more amazing is that you can find your perfect fitting bra and give back when you shop at Third Love. Yes, I love this so much. Third Love donates all of their gently used returned bras to women in need, supporting charities in their local San Francisco Bay Area and across the United States. So far, get this, Third Love has donated over 15 million in bras. That's, That's so amazing. Rad. I love that. I love that. I and know. You, honestly, I feel like when you wear the bra, you just kind of seem more comfortable. You just seem more easy. Um, Thank you. I have to say it's because it's a very comfy bra. And with my work style right now, getting up at 5 a.m. and going to bed at 11 at night, wearing a comfy bra is pretty much everything. It has bra straps that won't slip, tagless labels. It's lightweight, super thin memory foam. So it doesn't have those weird cups pushing your bra up. I mean, pushing your boobs up in all weird shapes. And, you know, mm. you ladies know what I'm talking about. This gives you that natural lift, which is, let's face it, what everyone wants. So. Sounds heavenly. Yeah. And Third Love knows there's a perfect bra for everyone. So right now they're offering our listeners 15% off your first order. Yeah, go to thirdlove.com slash spiritual now to find your perfect fitting bra and get 15% off your first purchase. That's thirdlove.com slash spiritual for 15% off today. Hey, Sterling. Hey, Ariel. What's going on? I just wanted to say, you know, that we all want to do the right thing and keep our bodies healthy in the long run. But even if we try really hard to eat kale salads and drink green smoothies, we're still most likely not getting all the essential nutrients that we need on a daily basis. Even you, the clean queen that you are. <laughs> say it again. Clean queen. Clean queen. Ooh, you I are. love it. I love it when you talk dirty to me. <laughs> Get it? Yes, there are so many gaps in our diets that even clean eating can't fill. Enter Ritual, the obsessively researched vitamin for women. Their no-nausea capsule design is gentle on an empty stomach, and there's a mint tab in every bottle to keep things fresh so you don't get that weird fishy aftertaste most common with some omega-3s. Also, I love Ritual's ingredients because they're vegan-friendly, sugar-free, non-GMO, gluten-free, and allergen-free. Basically, it's everything you would list and love if you live in LA. And a subscription is easy to start, and it's really easy to stop as well. It's only a dollar a day to have all the essential nutrients your body needs delivered every month. No strings attached. Hey, better health doesn't happen overnight. And right now, Ritual is offering my listeners, not your listeners, Sterling, Aww. 10% off during your first three months. Fill in the gaps with your diet with Essential for Women, a small step that helps support a healthy foundation for your body. Visit ritual.com slash spiritual to start your ritual today. That's 10% off during your first three months at ritual.com slash spiritual. So then you got interested into sexual health. Mm -hmm. And then how did, how did that happen? Like, so it, I mean, it was a long road. I was... Were you like Googling photos of STD and you're like, oh, <laughs> yes. this is great. I'm into it. Yeah. So yeah. hot. Yeah. No, I, in med school, uh, we have to do rotations through a bunch of different field, uh, medical fe specialties. And my, my med school, I went to Columbia, which is historically. That's a great school. Thank you. Um, has put out, uh, historically has put out a lot of uh, surgeons. Mm -hmm. And so we had a large exposure to surgical subspecialties. So urology, um, which is what I ended up going into is a surgical subspecialty. And I kind of picked it because I like the surgical aspect, but also there are certain surgical fields that attract, I don't know, I, 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 this is a gross generalization, but general surgeons can kind of be like dicks and like <laughs> orthopedic surgeons are like super bro-y and like, um, <laughs> this is and, and like it's cool to know and yeah. like oh fratty. God. And so I just like didn't vibe with any of those, but I really liked surgery. And then I did my urology rotation and everyone was just like kind of cool and like nice and easy to get along. <laughs> like these are my people. Yeah. They were just like really like normal and they didn't <laughs> yeah. have like God complexes and like think that they were, they weren't like complete narcissists. And, um, I'm sure there, there are some people sure. in urology that are sure. like that, but for the, for the most part, I had a very positive experience on my rotation and I was like, Oh, okay, this makes sense. So I want to do this. And then I got, I did a residency in urology and 
kind of was trying to figure out what I wanted to subspecialize in and really liked men's health initially. So I applied for some fellowships and ended up getting a fellowship in sexual medicine, which is not only male sexual dysfunction, but also female. And it's something that I had never been exposed to and was like, not sure I was going to totally love. And I just like loved it. Yeah, that's awesome. I got a question as you're talking. What's the number one direct threat to my penis? (laughs) Women. Uh, Yeah. Uh, what what is my well, what are you worried about women yeah i don't know if i'm worried about like a uh, cancer if i'm worried about are you circumcised i am then don't worry oh about wait cancer. can we talk about that next Whoa. i have so many questions about that did but you go just ahead, say because i'm circumcised don't worry about that yeah it's like nearly impossible to get penile cancer uh if you're if you are circumcised really mm-hmm. okay yeah Oh, you might have just started a huge. I know. So, ripple. what about everyone listening who's not circumcised? What do they need to look out for? Just look at their I penis. Doctored and touch their circumcise penis. them. What's that? No, 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 no. Oh. I, I mean, I'm not. That that was not a um, a dig at. Yeah, uncut. correct, correct. Yeah, not at all. Um, and I'm not even for necessarily, cir- you know, getting circumcised as a child or whatever. There are what some. What are health- you? What do you? Yeah. There are health benefits. I mean, there's been a in at least in data from other countries a reduced risk of like HIV transmission in people who are circumcised, how and whether or not that is applicable to a, U- a U.S. population, it's it's hard to tell. But the data that we have from like African populations show that like men who are circumcised have a lower risk of HIV trans- transmission. So that's one potential health benefit. There's the cancer thing. So if you're circumcised, you have a very, very, very low near 0% chance of getting um, penile penile cancer. And, you know, even in circumcised men, penile cancer is not a common cancer. Mm -hmm. Um, And as long as- cancer in the balls? Yeah, you can get testicular cancer. That's unrelated to being circumcised. So that that does not, you're you're not protected if you're cut uh, from testicular cancer. But, you know, I mean, if you like your penis and your balls like you should just examine them like once a month at least what if you uh, don't like oh, everything feels have someone else examine exactly them. go <laughs> see your doctor everything feels weird in my balls to me like everything feels like well that's because you've probably had never had anyone tell you what it's supposed to feel like right like yeah. everything feels like should we have the doctor tell you what your balls should feel like <laughs> do you right want now? me to examine you right now? i mean i would love this <laughs> I, I will get comfortable I, <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean i'd let you <laughs> But <laughs> as far as the like what's inside, it yeah. does feel like there's a lot going on in there that yeah. feels scary. Uh, yeah. I mean, I think any anything that we don't understand about our bodies is scary. Yeah. So it's just I mean, like I feel we, two balls. Then I feel like other stuff. And yeah. Then it's just I get like, it all the time. Like people think that they're they're like, I have a tumor. Like, yeah. And, like, and I like examine them. I'm like, no, that. that's your epididymis, which is like I knew st- it was my epididymis. I knew it. I was going to say that, too. <laughs> Every it's always the epididymis. That, damn epididymis. It's actually it an epidemic. Gets, yeah, it, is. it really is. <laughs> it gets you every time. Yeah, yeah. so no, it's a, that's like a natural structure that is like on the backside of your ball. Is uh, it something that yeah, one can Yeah, on one of them, right? No, it's on both. It's on both. Oh. Yeah, but it's like, you know, it's it's a, it's a little lump that people feel that are like, yes. oh my God, I'm just supposed to have a that's ball. What is lump. this lump? Yeah. Right. So, and that epididymis can have like, cysts in it sometimes that are like make you feel something else and people get really scared but i think you know if in general if like you're worried about it does that is that uh i'm switching gears for a second is that a place that's fun to play with does it feel good to get played with there with is, your edidymis your, yeah the your edidymis is um, trust me i know all about the edidymis now it's <laughs> inside ep- the ball epididymis epididymis yeah. is what i meant to <laughs> you're say you're doing great <laughs> you're great it's it's inside the balls but on the outside is that a is that that's like yes. in between tongue, the balls and the ass is right recommended in that area i yeah. was thinking more like pressure like finger no 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 no, no, pre- no don't pressure. squeeze the yeah, yeah, no, no like more just hand there no okay like cupping like <laughs> I guess you can cup it. You can cup my epididymis. <laughs> but now next time you're with somebody, you're gonna ask them. Yeah, that. be like, will you please oh, suck yeah. on my epididymis? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I have a. Real you know, I think for men it. are very different though in terms of what they like done to their balls. This is why I'm asking. So let's get yeah. into that. My I want to know. My roommate in college was like very anti, and why I know this, like. Who knows? But we we you guys checked we, out each other's epididymis. No, but we were very like open about like you know, hooking up with other people or whatever. Sure. And he, I just remember he, there was this one girl who like licked his balls and he 
fucking freaked out about it. He like really? he broke up with her for it, basically. Oh. She was like so sweet so and stable. really nice. I just assumed that and all guys like that. Is that no, so that's not the case? He was like really maybe he was, he was like, like very, very sensitive, I think. And uh, it was like it was like too much. Too much. Too much stimulation. Ah. Uh, yeah. Interesting. So so to people listening, would you recommend that they ask before they lick or suck balls? <laughs> I mean, I, I think you can kind of tell. I think if you yeah. maybe remember, you play attempt, with, maybe you play he's with a it doctor first. for like. Right. Sorry, I know, but he knows he has a penis. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I mean, yeah, sure. Feel free to answer, but I have, I want, I have okay, medical go. questions. Okay, but wait, just answer this first, and then. Okay, well, I, I think in general questions. you get a sense if someone likes it or not, and I think you know, as with anything when, that you're doing with a partner, it's communication is always yeah ideal. So if you're not getting, if you're getting like nonverbal cues that they're not liking it probably should say like oh is this okay yeah and then they'll tell you hopefully they'll be honest True. But otherwise they'll just break up with you yeah right yeah. poor girl <laughs> just let you she do was it. just trying to be sweet right i know hey ariel hey sterling i know you love a good fair deal especially when it comes to fashion right i mean would you buy a t-shirt for 50 bucks if you knew it only cost seven dollars to make yeah, I wouldn't either. So with Everlane, you never overpay for quality clothes. Yes, Everlane only makes premium essentials using the finest materials without traditional markups. Yeah, and they're super transparent like we are on Spiritualgasm. They want you to know exactly what you're paying for and why. So they tell you their real cost and are radically transparent about every step of the process from the materials they use to the ethical factories they work with. No matter your style or preference, Everlane's clothes look better, cost less, and last longer. I mean, that's a heck of a sentence right there. And because Everlane sells directly to you, their prices are 30 to 50% lower than traditional retailers. You guys, this is serious. This is like a <laughs> great deal. I mean, I need to go into business with them. I can't get over how good of a deal it is. And you know what? I'm going to attract all the boys to the yard with essentials like a cotton crew t-shirt and i mean because they're so versatile and simple and stylish and made from quality materials yeah and just let me repeat their prices are 30 to 50 percent lower than traditional retailers hello and they're cute too have you been on their website? There's so many cute things for fall. Okay. Anyways, right now you can check out your personalized collection at everlane.com slash spiritualgasm. Plus you'll get free shipping on your first order. That's everlane.com slash spiritualgasm. Hey, Ariel. Hey, Sterling. Do the bags under my eyes look a little bit smaller than usual? If I say no, will you punch me? Oh my me? God. Always just say yes. You're supposed Sorry, to say- Sorry. Yes. Yes, of course. You look amazing. Okay. Thank you. <sighs> you Are you going to tell me why? For all these years. Yeah, I'm going to tell you why. Because i sleeping on Brooklyn and sheets. That's why. Ah! Yeah. You're a king. I know. Their mission is to make you comfortable. And a sweet bonus, I didn't have to pay all that gnarly markup that most betting has. It can be- that can be marked up as much as 300%. That makes me want to barf. Yeah, I, I totally get it. But anyways, I'm not kidding. My Brooklyn and sheets are the most comfortable things I've ever slept on. And their towels have turned my bathroom into a spa, which means you can't talk shit about my bathroom whenever you come over and put your makeup on. Dang, I'm going to have to find something new to talk shit about. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Because my bathroom is a spa now. And I couldn't recommend it more to my friends or family. So if you're looking to like redo your bathroom treat yourself whatever you deserve it that's yeah why and you can mix and match over 20 colors and patterns yeah which i don't know how to do i just got the all black because that's pretty much my style because your soul is black i'm dead inside as we all know so don't forget you can get 10 percent off and free shopping when you use promo code spiritual at brooklinen.com plus brooklyn is so confident in their product that all of their sheets comforters and towels come with a lifetime warranty yeah, that's Brooke Lennon, B-R-O-O-K-L-I-N-E-N.com, promo code SPIRITUAL. Brooke Lennon, uh, the best sheets ever. Okay, so a while back, my friend gave me a half of Viagra. Mm -hmm. Or maybe it was like uh, Cialis or something. I okay. don't know what it was. 
like for fun like yeah okay. he was like because sometimes i don't know sometimes i wouldn't say that i'm like at an age now where i have trouble mm-hmm. with erections but it's sometimes like if i'm not focused i have anxiety i suffer from anxiety mm-hmm. and sometimes when i'm hooking up or something there's a voice in my head being like don't forget that you have to go to the post office tomorrow mm-hmm. and then it's just for like whatever it is there's like a, while you're hooking up while you I'm think about the up. post office yeah Okay. Yeah, I know. Or like something I got to do that'll just take me out of the moment. Sure. Or like, oh, wow, this guy's breath smells really bad. Am I supposed to say something? <laughs> and then I go into a whole argument. Meanwhile, my dick goes soft. Correct. Yeah. All right. It also inversely goes the same way. If I'm thinking about it too much, like stay hard, stay hard, stay hard, like don't lose your erection. It yep. goes soft. Yeah. So anyways, my friend gave me half a Viagra mm-hmm. and that shit, like it was like autopilot for my dick. Yeah. It was insane. Like and so should I get, a, I mean, I don't think I need it, but would I benefit from it for someone who has anxiety, who like literally sometimes I can't shut my head off and it has cost me sexual experiences before. Yeah. But how do you know when you're going to, when you're going to be in that situation? You know what I mean? Like you, cause you, obviously oh, the anxiety Sterling plans it. <laughs> yeah, no, but you know, I mean, you're yeah. appointments. What's that? Yeah. They're, they're called yeah, pull, up, pull up your grinder. Let's gentlemen suitors. Uh, gentlemen callers. Gentlemen callers. Okay. Right. Um, no, no, no. But you're, you're, you're not saying that you get anxious with every encounter. No. So are you going to take no. Viagra before every encounter? I don't know. Is that, some, is that healthy to do? I, I don't, don't think it's unhealthy. Can um, one get addicted to Viagra? Uh, psychologically, I think you can. You right. can. I think you can become dependent on it. There's not are like there, a physical addiction to it like okay. aren't there heroin. health issues like isn't there isn't it bad for your heart no no no. so there it's actually like good for your cardiovascular system so you can't take viagra or cls or those kinds of drugs if you have a history of like chest pain and are on nitrates it's a kind of like nitroglycerin when people have chest pain sometimes they'll pop a nitroglycerin to dilate the blood vessels in their heart so people that are on those medicines shouldn't take viagra or cls because the combination of the two can severely lower your blood pressure to the point where you pass out or have a stroke or something like that. Yeah. Or a heart attack. So, but in general, you know, most people can take them safely. Like Uh, one a day. Yeah. So there's a Cialis as a five milligram tablet that has an indication for daily use, not usually to treat erectile dysfunction, but it can also be used for BPH, which is like a enlarged prostate. Sometimes guys have like problems peeing related to their prostate. So Cialis helps with that problem as well. But I use it in my patients, like a lot of times younger patients, single patients who either have, you know, anxiety issues or, you know, maybe we we do like formal assessment of their blood flow in the office. And if they have compromised blood flow, but it's like not too bad, then that's a really good option. Because one of the problems with using the Viagra and Cialis is if you don't have regular gentleman suitors sometimes sex can be a little bit unpredictable right like you don't know oh, i'm gonna go out to a bar and meet somebody and hook up with them and so it's kind of annoying for single patients to have to pop a pill 30 to 60 minutes before sex because they don't always know that they're going to have sex it works well for people that so are. so you're in, saying you know, that's how you describe it daily yeah or, so for oh, those okay. patients i give them the option i'm like listen you're a good candidate for this daily use or sometimes you can even take it like you know, every other day or three days a week or something like that. Cause Cialis specifically lasts in your system for like 36 hours. So, Got it. um, I guess my overall question is even though I don't have like diagnosed imp- impotency issues, yeah. can I, is it fine if I grab one from my friend every now and then? Yeah. Is he, where's he getting them from? His doctor. Oh, okay. All right. I just want to make sure it's yeah. not like back alley. You can shit. get them from him. Yeah, yeah, maybe I'll just come get it from you a prescription. And he'll check yeah. out your But I don't I don't want to like Exactly. Well, I we told Ariel about it and she was like, "Wait, I think your heart might explode." Well, I got no, nervous no, no. first of your all. Your dick I... might explode. <laughs> Great. <laughs> That's the goal. Uh, oh my god. No, here's the thing. We were talking about it because I think this is a great conversation for both men and women mm-hmm. because I feel like women need to understand it more too because I just automatically assumed A, it's not for daily use and B, that they're, you know, if you are addicted, there could be like, or if you're taking it daily, there could be health issues, especially mm-hmm. with your heart. Mm-hmm. And, and C, you want to know because if I they are know, using it. I want to fucking know. <laughs> because. <laughs> Wait, sorry, I should take that out. Because <laughs> uh, yeah, I want to know. We're trying to curse less on the We're show. We're trying to curse okay. less, yeah. So we'll take out the F. Uh, but it came up because I'm currently no single. And he came up and I was like, hey. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm currently single. Uh-huh. And I 
had an experience where it was, I mean, it was great. I'll, I'll talk. He yeah. came six times. <laughs> wow. I mean, we, within like, okay, wait, within okay. like 12 we, hours. Wow. And we, he we stayed hard. Great, he didn't stay hard. That's the well, thing. I mean, it after was, he came. It was going up and down. Yeah. So at first, I didn't Literally think, going I just, up and down. It was. So I was like, wow, this is blowing my mind. <laughs> but then it got to a point where I, I'm very open and, mm -hmm. and honest. And so then by the next morning, I was like, this is so amazing. I was like, are you taking a pill or something? I was like, because I was like, I've never had this before. So yeah. I'm super grateful for it and but his I was refraction like, period is impressive would you say that's yeah yeah that's but then a lot of coming he, but, <laughs> but then he said he, but then he said he wasn't uh -huh. and so then it brought up the question for me like oh did i is that something guys would lie about was i yes. was i insensitive did, like did he hear that as a negative thing because i didn't think it was negative right. honestly i just wanted to know is this who he is or is because right, right, right. also like let's be honest i gotta prep myself if it's gonna be like that yeah. every time that's like you can get raw you know like <laughs> so i just think you know i yeah so wait what do you mean prep yourself like if it's always gonna be six to eight times I gotta, i'm like, like yeah, uh, we you know, know all about get prepping. Sore. <laughs> we, I get sore. It's a lot of work down there. Yeah, that's a lot of like. It's a lot sore from like not enough lube. N no, just. Like, I mean, I think if you had sex six six times in twelve hours, I would be sore. I guess so. Yeah. Well, yeah, we yeah. our wieners would be sore. Right. I just didn't. Yeah, I was just wondering. I was Thank wanting you for to know wieners, specifics. But, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I actually I say that in the office all the but time. But <laughs> I think her question is is funny because he would not. I don't even. I don't know who she's talking about, even though I do. But I don't he think doesn't. guys would admit that they're taking Viagra to anyone. Um. What does, I mean? Nothing. I don't know. I guess it depends on the guy and like how. So that's what I'm asking. Yeah. In your experience, do you feel like this is an open conversation, or is there still a stigma around it? Oh, I think there's a huge stigma. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I think it takes um, it takes men a long time usually before with this problem before they even seek my help. So that's a big problem like, in, in sexual dysfunction. A little bit? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So especially younger guys, like they're you know if they're having an issue. They're like, I'm like in my 30s, I should be like having the best sex of my life. And I'm like not able to. So they just, you know, they get really insecure. They have low self self esteem. It's like ruined relationships for some of these guys. So they can't because they don't want to be. It's too hard it's to weakness. be honest. And say, yeah. Like, and then it's I this can't. vicious cycle, right? Like if it even I mean, part of what I do, part of my job is to diagnose why a person has erectile dysfunction. Because just being, just having that diagnosis doesn't tell you what the problem is, right? Like sure. you can have a hormonal issue, you can have a blood flow issue, you it can, can have anxiety. You, exactly, yeah. right? So I'm not a, a therapist and I, I'm very open with them the first time I meet with guys about ED. And I'm like, listen, listen these are the finite number of ways a man can have erectile dysfunction. I'm going to focus on the physical stuff. We're going to figure out if there's a physical issue. I will help you work with that and, and, and address any physical issue that you have. If we go down the list and all the physical stuff is crossed off, then we know that this is primarily an anxiety issue. And then I'm happy to refer you to like a therapist or, you know, a sex therapist or whatever they need to work on the anxiety. But a lot of times it's like multifactorial. A lot of times it's partially physical, partially right. Um, I, yeah, I was talking about this with a different guy because uh, I was saying I was excited to have you on the show and and I felt like, you know, we're in this time where obviously we're like female empowerment and all this stuff. But at the, at the same time, to me, part of female empowerment is also like having male support and, mm -hmm. and also making men feel safe enough to have emotionally based conversations where they don't have to go to like the old way of like, I got to bro out. I got to do this. Yeah. Oh, I got to, I got, I got to talk about her tits. I can't talk about how I'm feeling that I can't perform. Right? Right, do you know right, what I'm right. saying? Like there, I feel like there's so much that a society has quote unquote taught men how to act and mm -hmm. speak that actually further separates us. It doesn't bring us together. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of men, if they felt safe enough to just sit around and talk about like, yeah, like, well, one time I had, couldn't put a condom on and it made me go soft or whatever. And I didn't know what to do. Right. Is there something wrong Always. with me? Or like, or yeah, like the, you know, these very basic things that then like screw with their minds. Right. And so I just felt like part of having you on today, I was so excited because I'm like, I want to, how do we help create a safe, like for, for women to support men through this and just like more like of an open dialogue, you know? Yeah. I mean, I think one of the things that's, that's been helpful, I don't know if this is going to answer your question, but um, one of the things that I think has been helpful 
um, more recently is that, you know, historically, if you wanted to see someone like me, you would probably have to approach like your primary doctor, right? You'd talk to your primary doctor and be like, I'm having this issue. And then maybe they would know someone like me and refer, refer you to see a specialist like myself. Um, what's happening now more and more is that like patients are just taking that on themselves, um, which is really helpful because if you have a lot of shame and, you know, you feel bad and like depressed that you can't perform, um, you probably don't want to talk to your doctor about it. So you just like go on the internet and like find me on Yelp and, you know, read my reviews and then go to my website and see all that. And people are just directly calling without being referred by somebody else. And obviously everything is private, like under age whatever it is. HIPAA? Yeah. yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Unless yeah. it's a really good story. Yeah. Then it's on our yeah. podcast. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. um, so we're running short of time and we never have enough time for amazing guests like you. But can I do like rapid fire questions here? Sure. Because I have questions that I, I, and if we can just like answer them just like for dummies kind of a situation because I want to get a lot of questions in. Okay. How was, I, I am a total top. Mm-hmm. What is my, how worried do I need to be about getting HIV? Are you on prep? No. Uh, do you use condoms? No. But he doesn't have, you don't. But I don't really have hooks, butt so sex. He hooks up a lot, but he doesn't have a lot of sex. I don't have sex unless I'm dating, like I'm like that person's been tested. Okay. Um, so, I mean, I mean when I say sex, your risk of I, transmission I mean is definitely sex. lower than it would be if you bottomed. But okay. um, it's hard to quantify. I mean, I, in general, like obviously if you want to prevent HIV transmission, you should use condoms. Of course. Um, but I go soft in them. So. Um, or then get on prep if I, you're concerned about it. I, I guess, mean, if you're not really having that much anal I don't sex, really have a lot of anal then, sex. But I do hook up a lot. Yeah. Like, can yeah. I get... Does a, he need to be worried about other STDs? Yeah. Yes. Can I get HIV through uh, oral sex? Um, I don't think that there's a real risk of HIV transmission. Here's here's the thing. It's also is, it is if you're having sex with somebody who is HIV positive... The the chances are. But are I mean, they actually going to tell you? That's the thing. I mean, right? they should. Some they do. Should. It's illegal not to, right? Uh, I think so. Yeah. Oh, wow. But I mean, I think in general, most people that are, are that are positive currently, I mean, unless they are just in Unaware. the dark about their their diagnosis, a lot of people are undetectable now, and the right. the risk of transmission is like zero if right. they're undetectable. So, you know, unless you're just like, I mean, if you were having like risky sex and like hiring prostitutes who are like using no. IV no. drugs or, you know, like in a high risk I'm, group. I'm, yes. I'm quite old fashioned with when it comes to the actual. No prostitutes. Uh, not yet, but <laughs> right. I am young. So who knows? Listen, um, no, no judgment. But yeah. So as far as like BJ's, it's really hard to get um, HIV. Yes. Correct. Correct. Right. And what about for women? What's the number one like STD you're seeing that women should be aware of? When hooking up? Um, you know, to be honest, I don't see a lot of STDs in my female patients. That's cool. For whatever reason. What do you see? Um, yeast just like, yeah, yeast infections. Uh, uh, other ladies, types of vaginal make sure infections. you pee after having sex. Always. Really? Yeah. Why? Because it, it lowers just your chance of getting a UTI. You got to get all that shit out, you know? Mm -hmm. Do you have, like... Any health advice for like my ball health, like beets? Should I eat a lot of beets? Do you know about this? I've been told. No. Oh, are beets good for your balls? They're Supposedly. also good for your liver. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm, I think beets are just good for you. Beets but, are just good. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I don't. I mean, in terms of ball health, I just think that like men need to examine themselves. I usually say like once a month. Okay. And is there anything we're looking for? Um, just changes, right? Okay. Like I would say if you have some, if you have a question, if you think you're feeling something weird, it's always better to just ask your doctor. I'm happy to like examine somebody and tell them that everything is fine. I think that's better than ignoring a problem. Like I just, I just did an orchiectomy, which is like a, uh, took out someone's ball like two weeks ago Ouch! and he had a lump in his testicle that he kind of ignored for like a year. Wow. And then he saw me and I was like, yeah, this is for sure cancer. But he was scared. Yeah. So don't ignore stuff like that. Like okay. you should, yeah. it's always better, even if it's a benign thing to hear from a doctor, like it's benign, don't worry about it. So I always just would encourage guys to like do self exams. If you, if you have anything to, that you're worried about, go see a doctor and you're looking for changes. Like is one ball like twice the size of what it used to be or, right. you know, like, and what about for women? Um, in terms of just like genital health. 
Uh, for both breasts and yeah yeah i mean women are, I, mean, I think, think are, we know about women mammograms, are yeah women are better but... at seeing doctors yeah. anyway in general yeah. you're taught you're taught from a young age to you know you're getting your pap smears and all that sort of stuff yeah um i think one of the things that i th- is think is super important for women to understand is that this goes back to the sexual pain thing a lot of what i do is treat women with dyspareunia which is like painful sex basically. yeah a lot of my friends um, have that and they also yeah, so, have but friends that's not, who can't no, orgasm but that's not normal like if you have pain when you're having sex, you should see somebody about that. That's not, right. it's not supposed to hurt. And I see a lot of women who, who have that issue and have talked to doctors about it and, you know, they get, they get sort of blown off or, or, um, dismissed when they, when they talk to their gynecologist about it and the right. gynecologist tells them to like have a glass of wine and like chill out. But sometimes it can have a real physical issue that can be addressed. So, yeah. Yeah, a lot of my friends have that. That's give them my card. I, I will. Have. I will for sure. Well, yes. I mean, I know we could keep going. Yeah, we have. There's so much. How how can people find you? Do you have a website? Do you have? Yeah. Are my, you, are, do you accept PPO? What is I your? I do. Okay. Yeah. So I'm in network with most uh, PPO insurance plans. SAG. Do you take SAG insurance? I do. Okay, I have a great. lot of SAG people. Yeah. Great. <laughs> a lot of actors in this town. <laughs> yep. Um, so. And my website is uh, joshuagonzalezmd.com. My I'm my office is in the Mid Wilshire area. Telephone number is three two three six zero seven two eight nine five. I'm on most social media platforms. As uh, your name? On Instagram, it's Joshua Gonzalez MD. On Facebook, it's the same. And on Twitter, it's at SexMedLA. Love wow. it. Thank you for all yeah. of this information. Uh, please come Thanks back. Because I have more questions. Yeah, I would love to come I back. Mean, this is fun. Yeah, yeah thank so. you so much. Yeah. Awesome. All right, everybody. Check out Dr. Joshua Gonzalez on all of his platforms. And also check out here. your genitals. Yeah, check your sure balls, guys. Yeah. Check your, your balls and your vaginas. Take good care of yourselves. And also, for anyone listening in their 20s and 30s, it's okay if you yeah have, if you can't get hard that's okay take it's a normal Viagra give it a shot Come or at least me. talk we'll to someone talk to I'm somebody. a woman saying it's okay yeah, don't it's, be ashamed it's okay we're all human kinda alright well, I mean I'm an alien but <laughs> alright till right, next bye. time thank you guys bye y'all bye and now I'd love to take a moment to thank one of our sponsors Remember that Third Love knows there's a perfect bra for everyone. So right now, they are offering my listeners 15% off your first order. Go to thirdlove.com slash spiritual now to find your perfect fitting bra and get 15% off your first purchase. That's thirdlove.com slash spiritual for 15% off today. Yay! Oh my gosh, he was so informative. Great guy. Yeah, Very and so cute, so nice. Had a lot so of smart. Information. And how about that with as far, you know, like I didn't know all that information regarding STDs. I didn't. Yeah, the STDs on the rise because of preventative HIV prep. Yeah. Prep. Prep Whoa. is awesome. And and I should also I didn't want to say this cuz it sounds super uneducated, but prep is like Actually, I shouldn't even say it. It's almost like birth control for HIV. Got it. That's the easy way of putting it. So you Got take it. it every day. Can people get it with insurance? Yeah, or it's oh, like free. Great. Okay. Uh, but what sucks is like third world countries aren't getting it. Like PrEP could really be used in African countries and everything right. and they're not getting it because it is an expensive drug. But for some reason here, because we're a... They want you guys to all get hooked and then get SUVs. I mean, SUVs. We all want SUVs. <laughs> you get a car. Suburban, Land Rover, <laughs> there, Blazer. It, there's a raise. <laughs> yeah, we want an SUV. No, it's but... TD. Yes. Um, oh, crap. I meant to ask him another question. What? I wanted to know why we can take a pill once a day, but we, yeah, we can't just get a vaccine. Oh, interesting. We'll yeah. have to have him back on. Yeah, because I think it's money driven. I think, well, but also I think it's probably too high content if it's a vaccine. Like this sounds like a very low content, which is why you can take it daily. I think he said it was like 10 milligrams or something, didn't he? Or five milligrams. He's, it was a really That low... was Viagra. Oh, right, 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 right. 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 That was the other thing. Did he ever answer the question if that guy was on Viagra or not? I think we can all agree if a guy is staying hard. He wasn't staying hard. It was just when we'd start making out, he, you know, whatever. Anyways, first of all, if this guy is listening, 
you're great and amazing. And second of all, <clears throat> I just would like to say as a woman, I am totally okay with having a conversation if a guy is taking Viagra. So I think that like it is becoming more and more common. I think it's you just sexier. can't be a bisexual taking Viagra. Oh my God. <laughs> Why don't you go, get, go date straight people, Sterling? I just think it's important to be honest about it like there's nothing to be ashamed of because i think it's weird if you're taking it and having sex with someone and then lying and saying you're not taking it i think that's strange private but it's not you know why do you have to reveal a you know when it becomes not private when you're inserting your penis in somebody else but it's not like then it's a joint it's a joint situation. This is not, he's not inserting a fake wiener inside. It's his. Right. But the same way that a guy, like what if I said I was on birth control and I was lying about it? The guy would be like, well, why am I having... The consequences are far different than what you're saying. What, not- are the, what is the benefit of finding out that he took a Viagra? But what? But what? Because I don't think that people should, if you're open enough to take it and have sex with someone, why aren't you open enough to talk to them about it? I don't think that's. I can I break you break this down. In my you opinion? already are. So continue. Can I? Because I think that you, if you were to find out this particular person had that experience with you on Viagra, I think you would think that it it wasn't you. Hundred percent wrong. Okay. I have zero problems about that. Here's what I. This is what I want to know. I want to know if that's how this person is every single time or if it's drug induced. That's what I want to because I want to. What does it matter? Because think about it. If one time we have sex and we're having sex once and boom, we're done for like three days or then the next time you're having sex like six times, eight times, whatever, and it won't stop. Like I feel like it's it's like. Yeah. I don't know. I just feel like that's important. You have to know. Like when you become a couple with someone, you kind of get in a rhythm with sex, right? And like most of the time, the guy will please the woman until she comes or is satisfied. And then the guy will come because nine times out of 10, he can come easily. And then it's like, oh, then sex is done. And you like, don't cuddle if you're Sterling. Cuddle if you're everyone else. Uh, Watch TV and go to bed. Throw me in. Yeah, no, I will. I absolutely (laughs) will. And then you like cuddle and go to bed. I like the cuddle. For like two minutes. If I like them, mm-hmm. I just get really sleepy. Right. So then what I'm saying is like, so that's like a norm. So that's like sex, right? But then all of a sudden you're having sex with someone and like you think you're done. And then all of a sudden like they keep going again. And then you think you're done. And then all of a sudden they keep going again. Like, is that just that person's sexual drive? Or like, is that is that how they, is that the rhythm in which we're developing like a sexual relationship? Or is that like once in a blue moon? I just don't understand why it matters. I think it's a fee. Sophia. What? <laughs> what are you going to say? I was just saying, maybe it's a female thing. Perhaps. Perhaps. Because I feel like if a guy is giving you pleasure, who cares how you're getting it? I don't care. Let me be very clear. I do not care in the sense that I think it's less sexy or pleasure. It, I'm thrilled either way. Viagra, no Viagra. If you're willing to take care of me, that is a beautiful thing. I literally have zero problems with Viagra. That is unless unless someone is has health conditions and they shouldn't take it. But that is my point of this conversation is I have zero problems with it. Like so I don't want it to be something in the dark or like if like to me, if the guy isn't sharing with me, that means somewhere deep down inside, there's some sort of shame or embarrassment that he wouldn't be able to do it without that. I get what you're saying. And I want to have that conversation with that person because if I'm having sex with this person, I want to know this person. Okay. But I guess what I'm saying is the timeline. Like, I don't think you have a right to know until you're dating that person. I don't have sex with people unless I'm dating them. So this isn't even a conversation. Okay. So, Okay. Got it. Got it. I have sex with very few people. Okay. So basically the Like I wouldn't be on a date. I wouldn't be on a date and be like, so tell me, do you take Viagra or not? No. This is like someone I'm having a a relationship with. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. No, if I was having a hookup one night and this guy and I never saw this person again or whatever, I would never ask. That's not my right. But I'm specifically talking about people in relationships. Moral of the story. 
spiritualgasm on Twitter, spiritualgasm on Instagram. Let us know what you think and let us know if you've ever had these situations or if you've ever wondered. Slide into our DMs, baby. Yes. All right, you guys. We love you. Thank you for listening. Bye. Bye, y'all. Spiritualgasm is executive produced by Ariel Kebble. That's me. Sterling Jones. That's him. And Sim Sarna. Associate producer is Daniela Silva. Edited by Matt Sasaki and music by Josh Cook and Alicia Eagle. Spiritualgasm is a Cloud 10 production and is powered by Simplecast. Simplecast.